Hello, and welcome to the second season of Wonk and Circumstance, brought to you by Votorade. I'm your host, Wonky Robina. Every week, we come at you with a look into Florida's legislature, the bills they debate, and the viewpoints across the aisle. The 2018 session is week old, and we've already got quite a bit of palace intrigue. As I'm sure you're aware, 2018 is a big election year in Florida. Our senior U.S. Senator, Bill Nelson, is up for re-election and is likely to face competition from the incumbent governor, Rick Scott. All of the executive offices are up, which includes governor, lieutenant governor, attorney general, CFO, and the secretary of agriculture. On the legislative side, half of the Senate will face the voters, along with all members of the U.S. and Florida House of Representatives. There's a lot of angling to be able to climb the political ladder, which has already bled into the bills that are reaching the floor. Jose Javier Rodriguez, a senator representing Miami-Dade County in District 37, has filed to run for the congressional seat being vacated by the retiring legend Ileana ross Leighton. Possibly because his seat is one that was recently in Republican hands, a bill is making its way through the legislature that would require state officials to resign from their current office when they qualified to run for Congress. House Speaker Richard Corcoran is expected to run for governor in a crowded primary. So it's no surprise that some bills popular with his conservative base, including one that would make sanctuary cities illegal in the state of Florida, are making their way through House committees. Then there's Jack Latvala, who was once expected to run for governor, but now has seen his political ambitions come crashing down to earth. The reason for the end of former Senator Latvala's political career is that an expose came out in late 2017, accusing the then senator of inappropriate behavior towards several women. This touched off a firestorm in Tallahassee, with sources rushing to report the secrets of a town that seems to thrive on a culture of sex. The senator became the second senator in less than a year to resign amidst accusations of sexual impropriety, joining Senator Jeff Clemens, who resigned after it was revealed that he had an extramarital affair with a lobbyist. Speaking of extramarital affairs, it was on the first day of session this year that a tryst between senators was made public. Senators Anitere Flores, a Republican, and Oscar Brainon, a Democrat, both representing Miami-Dade County, were revealed to have been cheating on their respective spouses with each other. There are rumors that there are even more improprieties in Tallahassee still to be revealed. But the focus has returned once again to the bills that are being written. The bills that the legislature is discussing will be the focal point of this season like they were last, but we're going to do things a little bit differently. We've built a loyal following discussing issues from multiple angles, having honest conversations where folks who disagree can listen to each other without yelling or foaming at the mouth. We're still going to bring you that a few times over the course of the next couple of months. However, we're getting ready to launch a new project we're really excited about and it's taking up quite a bit of our time. Instead of having hour-ish long episodes, emphasis on the ish, every week to discuss one issue, we're going to be inviting you under the hood at Votaray to see what we're working on, how we progress, and all of the bumps along the way. This project is called GovAid. I know, we're very original. 
and it's laser focused on raiding the legislation that comes out of Tallahassee. So far, over 3,000 bills have been introduced for consideration in both the House and the Senate. The vast majority of those bills won't make it to become law, but each one says something about the views of the person who introduced the bill, anyone who co-sponsored it, and those who voted on it in committee and on the floor of the legislature. We believe that every voter should have access to detailed knowledge about the job their legislator is doing in an easy-to-navigate format that's built around how you'd look at things, not around whether or not you know the right bill number or what the difference is between appropriations and commerce. As part of the GovAid process, we're identifying the key topics that each bill covers. We'll then assign that bill a score on that topic, or topics. For example, an abortion bill can run the gamut from very pro-choice to very pro-life. We'll comb through the bill, tell you where it falls, and how everyone voted on it. You can then search for a topic, like abortion, see every bill that had that as a topic in this session, and search from there to your heart's desire. Every week, we'll bring you a couple of bills that we've been grading as part of the process of building GovAid. We'll give you a brief explanation of the bill, how we rated it, and why we came to that conclusion. We'll also let you know where the bill is now so you can follow it. We'll also try to keep you updated on bills we've already mentioned in past episodes of the season, so you know how they keep moving along the legislative process. Without further ado, here are the bills for this week. We'll start out with H-105, Resign to Run. Currently, state elected officials in Florida must resign in order to qualify for election in a state or local office. This bill would extend the provision to include federal races, such as Congress or U.S. Senate, but would not include president or vice president as it's currently written. Florida previously had a resign-to-run law that covered federal races, but it was removed by the legislature so that then-incumbent Governor Charlie Crist could run for U.S. Senate. This bill would bring that provision back. The topics that are covered in this bill are resign-to-run, some of these topics can get very specific. Resign to run falls under the meta topic of ethics. On the topic of resign to run, we rate this an 8.5 out of 10, with zero being public officials should be allowed to run for elected offices without resigning the ones they currently hold, and 10 being public officials should have to resign from office before running for an elected position. The reason this receives an 8.5 is that it exempts some federal offices, namely president and vice president, rather than presenting an outright ban. The current status of this bill is that it was recommended favorably out of the committee process and is heading to the House floor. A similar bill in the Senate, titled SB 186, is also on the way to the floor, but of course in the Senate. The odds of this bill passing look pretty good. Next, we have H9, Federal Immigration Enforcement. This is known as the Sanctuary City Bill. Sanctuary cities, and immigration in general, have consistently been one of the biggest policy items over the last couple of years at the national level. 
We even had a podcast episode about this topic last season, which you can feel free to dive through the archives and listen to. While the state does not have power over immigration, the topic of sanctuary cities is one that does come down to state and local control. This bill would ban the practice of sanctuary cities in the state of Florida, requiring all jurisdictions to comply with federal immigration law and with requests from federal immigration authorities. Sanctuary cities is the topic that's covered. That topic falls under immigration and judiciary. A second topic is also covered, which we call local authority. Local authority is a meta topic in and of itself. On the topic of sanctuary cities, we rate this a 0.5 out of 10, with zero being cities should enforce immigration laws and 10 being cities should refrain from enforcing federal immigration laws. The reason for the score of 0.5 is that the bill is quite clear in removing power from the local authorities and that immigration authorities are required to make a request for a suspect. On the topic of local authority, we score this a 0 out of 10. A 0 on our scale for this issue means states should mandate the laws inside of its cities on a broad spectrum of issues. Local municipalities appear to have no wiggle room in this bill. This bill appears to be progressing quickly. H9 has passed the House by a vote of 71 to 35. It was considered to be fast-tracked at the beginning of session by the Speaker. A similar bill in the Senate, SB 308, was introduced but has yet to be heard in committee. It's possible that the Senate will simply listen and vote on the House version or consider its own bill and then take it to conference later. On this one, we'll see. The House and the Senate do not always see eye to eye on social issues. Finally, we've got one more bill for you this week, and that is H6001, that's H6001, Traffic Infraction Detectors. Several municipalities in Florida use cameras at intersections to ticket drivers for running red lights. This bill would make installing new red light cameras illegal and require all existing red light cameras across the state to be taken down by 2021. The topics that are covered in this bill are red light cameras, which falls under the issue of transportation, and local authority. On the topic of red light cameras, we rate this a 1 out of 10. 0 represents red light cameras should never be allowed, and 10 represents red light cameras should be installed at every intersection. We came to the conclusion of 1 out of 10, because while the bill bans the camera's use in Florida, it does give some time for municipalities to still be able to use them for a few years. On the topic of local authority, we rate this a 2 out of 10. The bill again removes the authority of municipalities to use red light cameras and to add new ones, but does allow the operation to stick around for a few years where it currently exists. Like H9, H6001 has already passed the House, this time by a vote of 83 to 18th on January 12th. An identical bill, Senate Bill 548, is languishing in committee. In the past, the House has passed anti-red light cameras and the, so the Senate has ignored them. It's entirely possible that the same thing happens again this year. Before we go, I want to remind you about voter aid. It's the site that allows you to learn which candidates for office most represent your interests by matching you, online dating style, to them. 
South Miami has elections coming up in less than a month, and we're live with the races for mayor and commission. By the time the next episode hits your feed, we'll be live for the primary to fill Florida House seat 114, which is currently vacant. Head to the site at www.voteraid.co to see if you have any elections ongoing. Even if you don't, you'll find out how much you agree with your U.S. Senators and Member of Congress by taking our questionnaire. That website again is voteraid.co. That's V-O-T-E-R-A-I-D dot C-O. Thanks for listening. I'm looking forward to the adventure the 2018 session will provide. See you next week.